Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. Someone just slammed the door on yet another episode, but classic timing, no less. Uh, I am Brian here in North Texas, gracing the earbuds of our fantastic listeners. Uh, Nonetheless. Nonetheless, yeah. Uh, Seven years, gentlemen. Seven Seven years. Yeah, what was changing shirts was seven years ago, two weeks from now. Yeah, the most sharing shirts, sharing, sharing shirts. Shirt. Yeah, we've come a long way from piss vases and we have. And I'm not even going to say it, Willem, because I know you hate it so much. But we've come a long way in seven years, and you know what? A lot has changed, but you know what hasn't I think changed? I would repeat to my daughter. No, absolutely, no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but you know what hasn't changed, gentlemen? sitting down and having a wonderful conversation with my two favorite people on the internet right now. Frank down in Austin. Frank, That's how are a lot you, of buddy? Qualifiers. That's a lot of qualifiers. Well, I was trying to hold down a burp. So oh, okay. it's the word. My vomit. two favorite people on the internet right now. At this moment. Okay. Well, because my, my wife and kid aren't on the internet right now. So. Oh, oh, oh. You see what I did? Oh, I see. It's just ranked order. Yeah. Okay, Goddamn right. Um. Yeah, doing well, man. It's, uh. you know, we, we missed a couple weeks of recording here. We promise to get back on schedule here at some point soon, at least, you know, every other week. <laughs> yeah. But um, any case, yeah, it's been it's been good. A little bit of hellish, you know, couple of weeks of weather up here in, in Austin or down here in Austin. So it's been, you know, cold and then very warm and very cold. Again, we, that ice storm, dude, took out two trees in my backyard. Yeah, that sucks, man. I saw I saw your your posting about it and i was gonna say something like snarky like oh the damage was dreadful here and show a picture of the flower bed um but then all of my shrubs died in the front yard and uh and i was like well that was sad sad times as well you get what's coming to you brian you asshole so yeah no dude i i honestly i still have a limb that i have to get that my neighbor was like yeah it broke in last night's wind. It's <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll cut it down tomorrow. Well, uh, your boy lost a bunch of shingles from the fucking peak of his roof l- yesterday uh, with the straight line winds from that we winds? were having. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was not good. So, guess what? I'm going to see if I can get a hold of those roofers who did the, the house across the street that time that y'all visited. Remember? Oh, they yeah, were... no, they'll get it done in like two minutes. <laughs> like, roofed it's an entire house. They'll give you a quote and be like, done. <laughs> yeah, we've done it already. It, oh, I thought yeah. that was a quote. Like, no, no, no. We got a guy. No, they literally roofed that entire house in four hours. It was ridiculous. Yep. Anyway, yep, yep. we are and also in laws. Uh, neighbor's fence got blown down by the wind. Yeah, that fucking oh, sucks, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know that part of home ownership is just <clears throat> the component that no one talks about. I've had the tree removal shit that I've had to do, and then some <laughs> random shit in my disposal. Caused it not to work the other day, so I had to replace that. So you know, it's just nickel and diamond. It's well, nickel and diamond. Remember that time well, you get something for it? Tree removal. I mean, you hold, can get a hold. tree removal. Remember that time that he paid like ten grand to have a tree moved or like replanted somewhere, and it just straight up no. died. 
No, 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 no. That, that was not ten grand. Okay. First off, um, did they not guarantee their work? They wouldn't give you your money back. He, it, Frank, Frank, he, Frank no, lost his receipt. He didn't have the receipt. No, you don't get. He, okay, so first off, anybody moving a tree does not guarantee its survival. Uh, That's part of the risk that you take to do oh, it. Oh wow! Um, what they will do, however, is move it for you. And I, I think I paid those folks. I think it was five hundred bucks to move it. Oh, okay, but um, it did. The, the original tree died. A new um, stem yeah. came up from the roots, and it's it's a good looking tree in the front yard now, Brian. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> it did survived? lose. It did, yeah, it did survive. Oh. Um, the trees that died are the ones on the back. That, um, it, yeah, we just planted some, like a desert willow and an anacotra orchid. They both just got absolutely decimated. Um, it, like, <laughs> I think it was like two a.m. I hear this, <laughs> and it's like very loud, right? <laughs> and I look outside, and it's just desert willows, just like split in half. Oh, <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, and then the next morning, so the morning we woke up after the ice event was was fine. Nothing had died yet. Um, then that evening, a bunch of wind came through, and it sounded, I mean, it just sounded like gunshots going off randomly, where these massive, uh, you know, live oaks and hackberries were shedding either their entire tree. So some of them, the whole tree just came down. Some of them split right down the middle. It just absolute destruction. Three quarters of an inch of ice can really fuck up uh, trees very, very, very quickly. Well, you know, it doesn't suck having Willem from Tulsa on with us tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Better than three quarters of an inch of ice on trees. Uh, Just slightly. Willem, how are you doing, buddy? (laughs) I'm doing well. Thanks, Brian. I, for a second, I thought you were wearing uh, uh, like a cream-colored turtleneck, and I was going to be concerned. Mm. Um, but it's it, it didn't it, look it's like just that. Milky white skin. Gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> um, are you drinking anything fun? It looked like you were drinking out of a fun glass, if nothing else. Oh yeah, it's a cool glass. It's a gold um, leaf. That's sick. Yeah, and it's got these like. Uh, Is that a pussy treat? Oh. It's like gold. It's leaves done in gold leaf. You know, it's kind of like holy shit, mm-hmm. um, double leaf action. Mm. And I'm drinking a homebrew out of it uh, from one of my friends who has recently started homebrewing. So I think it's an extract recipe. Okay. Uh, partial grain or whatever. Okay. And it's uh, half of icing. Dope. And it's good. It's Ooh, delicious. Good half. Shout out to Otto. Shouts uh, Otts. We, just auto. Uh, just Sorry, auto, a just, short name, you know. Just auto. You can call him like Von Beezy if you want to. I was but... going to say, can we call him Otto Von Brew? <laughs> That'd be sick. Von Brew. Yeah. <laughs> totally could. That should be his uh, home brewery name. That's good. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's better than mine, which is just my last name house, which is great as well. Um, Frank, we didn't. I didn't see if you were drinking anything. Are you? Uh, uh, not at the moment, no. Um, oh, my God. I'll probably do something in a little bit. Okay. Um, well, I am drinking uh, a new beer from uh, from Manhattan Project. It's a new-ish beer. It's new to me. Uh, it's called Quarter Life. You know, they have mm, uh, Half-Life, they Double have half-life, half-life. yeah. So Quarter Life is their uh, low-cal, low-carb, low-ABV uh, hazy IPA, which is oh, nice. really fucking good, man, at 4.9%. You know, I love mm. those good low-ABV beers. Um, but so so for a hazy, what's their, what's Half-Life at then, like 8 
Uh, I want to say Half Life is like six something. Okay, um, so it's it's a it's a cut, but it's not like it's not from a, a double IPA down to just a hazy or something. Yeah, let me see here. Now I got to thinking. Six point two percent is Half Life. Okay. So yeah, um, it's good. It's uh, I I like the fact that it's super drinkable. Um, yeah. I can drink a few of them and be okay. Um, they also come in the fucking slim cans because this is the kind of can you'll have once you drink a few of them because you're watching your cows mm-hmm. and carbs, obvi. Uh, so yeah. So is that is that a twelve ounce slim can? Yeah, a twelve ounce okay. slim. It's like a truly can. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know, I, I was watching a little Peaky Blinders earlier, and I needed, I wanted some whiskey, so I've still got a little little bit of Weller left. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be sipping on, and if I really want to keep it going, I got me a fresh bottle of old Boof Trace. Boof Trace. I'm gonna boof that down. Um, Boofalo. <laughs> Boofalo. Yeah. Wow. But uh, so yeah, I know it's been a bit. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a couple weeks. But you know, like, life happens. Shit goes yeah. sideways. Yeah. Yeah, but we've made that excuse. We just honestly have not been able to. Just- think up to record yeah that's really it like, uh, i straight up forgot before, before it was like true tr- but the, the the previous was like true life events this time it was just like every time we'd schedule something i had stuff at work that would tank it and then brian had stuff that was like well i've you know i've been got wor- distracted I've fucking 14 hours today i am not doing a single goddamn thing more yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it's not it's you know that shit happens but we're we're we should be on a good track here going forward yeah, but um, I mean, it, it has been it has been seven years. Um, it has. In, the, in the past, we've done an anniversary cast, and I'm going to go ahead and spoiler alert for all the listeners: this is not going to be the typical uh, anniversary cast because those who no. longtime listeners in the past, those were like three hour long podcasts where everyone would get yep. annihilated. Um, some of the a lot of those were done in person uh, yep. because. Uh, like you know, Frank or uh, our buddy Jay or one year Parker even came to visit uh, the NBLB HQ here in North Texas, yep. and we do giant live shows where what, live shows like there's a fucking audience. No, it was just us and our spouses. Um, our spouses were the audience, and they were really annoyed majority of the time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is not going to be that. Uh, I keep getting, it's funny because this time of year, every year I get, you know, Google photos tells me like, Hey, this was, you know, X number of years ago. And it's just a picture of one of my friends falling asleep in public. Um, yeah. because they would all, we would all get together, you know, this around this time. And, uh, we'd get shit housed the night before, uh, like everybody get into town, everybody just get hammered. And then the next day we'd go out to a brewery or a restaurant and then we do a podcast and inevitably, it would be the someone, same. someone would fucking fall asleep out in public, uh, because they got they were so tired from being up all night the night before drinking. Just uh, imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> um, I mean, those nights include uh, the night that I drank the five liter keg of hop slam. And felt- okay, but let's let's just quickly just clarify: nobody else's night in an anniversary cast has ever included finishing a keg of hop slam. No, that was. I yeah, saying, that, was a, that was a very unique occurrence. That was a one of one happening. <laughs> that was a one of one. Nobody else ever attempted it again because we were like, whoa, that is. And then I remember still showing up at Brian's house for that specific cast. And he goes, 
dude, you wouldn't imagine what happened at work today. I was like, I don't know, man, what happened? He's like, this, this, uh, whatever mini keg is like five days past. And they were like, do you want it for your birthday? And Brian was like, yeah. <laughs> so this put in the fridge. You know, first pint out of it was like kind of lukewarm. And then it started getting real cold. And Brian just couldn't stop. He just, it wants to touch like, my lips. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm going to and, be clear. He did. He finished the uh, the half barrel. To be clear, uh, one, it wasn't a half barrel. I would die. I would have been dead. Sorry, but no, it was what, a, what, what, it was what a five was liter barrel. It was a five liter keg. Five liters. That's right. Um, to be clear, it wasn't five days past. That keg was five days old. Uh, oh, okay. So, which would made it even more special. Uh, but yeah, I ended up getting. I couldn't remember. I just know that they they were like, "Do you want it for your birthday?" You took it. You brought it home. <laughs> The first one was a little lukewarm, and then it just it got better and better and better. And you're like, I don't know. I mean, like five beers in, you're like, dude, it's so cold and nice right now. I was like, bro, I don't even think you can taste the beer at this point. I was I was drinking. I had a, I have a 24 ounce mug with my name on it, yeah. and I was just filling that motherfucker up. It was great. I yeah, that, that was, was a night. Great time. Frank, it really was. Frank tackled me while we were playing card games in my living room. <clears throat> um, I fell asleep in the backyard because. I, that was funny. I got sleepy, and then I ordered yeah. pizza for the house from the backyard, and everyone was but then al- passed out again. Passed out again. Everyone was very yeah. surprised when pizza showed up unannounced. Uh, yeah. They are also yeah, that, very surprised that to find fun. me in the backyard sleeping. So, needless to say, anniversary cast this year. I don't. I, I mean, maybe this is it. Maybe we record Saturday. I don't know. I but I don't have it in me to do another. Uh, anniversary cast to, that way. Frank, I only know one speed for anniversary cast. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, is irrespective, it's seven years and we've had a really good time recording and, you know, a lot of memories from it. So, uh, yeah. And, and Parker's still around, which, you know, that's pretty good. Shit, yeah. Uh, it, this is the copper and wool anniversary. I just Googled that. Um, which yeah, so is, what are you getting me? Um, I'm getting you copper underwear and oh, I was just going to get hat. you guys some Don Joko socks. Oh my God. That brings <laughs> us to our worst sponsor, Don Joko. <laughs> Fucking Troy. Worst or only? Oh, well, uh, not, not only because I don't know if you remember this, but Frank had, uh, uh, quite the advertisement when he was trying to sell his Hyundai Sonata. Um, it's true. It's true. Frank's used cars, uh, I had an advert on here along <laughs> drove with driven up the road to now Maxwell's forward. <laughs> Here's your problem. How much now you give me. <laughs> oh, huh? oh, you should have, you should have called the guy that I called to take away my car. Remember? He's like, hey, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you $400. I think I can get more somewhere else. Calls back. No, I'll take the 400. The price is two fifty now. All right. I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> that's how you do it. Dude. That's that's Shout how you negotiate. Yourself. That's just good business right there. Oh, he's desperate. Yeah. I can, I can get away with a little less here. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. The old Peter Griffin. <laughs> Sucks that it happened to you though, Brian. Uh yeah. Well, you know what? Cheers, mate. <laughs> Hold on. Do you, Philip, do you do you remember when you finally traded in? the the Mercury Sable for the Honda Accord and they were like we'll give you a hundred bucks just for scrap metal. <laughs> no I didn't even dude I didn't even trade it in. I took it to the dealership. Okay, so the story I'm getting feedback <clears throat> from you, Brian. I'm getting a lot of feedback as well. Yeah. So if you could shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so essentially trying to speak without 
listening to myself. Um, with the Mercury Sable, what happened is I it would not start. Like in the mornings, every like for two or three mornings in a row, I had to get a jump before I went to work. So I was like, fuck this. I need a car. Went down to the dealership. Didn't have like great credit. Didn't have bad credit, but I was like new to the workforce and everything, you know, so kind of like that level of credit. Um, and so the best I could do was like a lease and all that. So I'm like, okay, fine, whatever, fuck it. I know it's not like a great lease, but it's good enough. Uh, and so now I just have the Sable and I'm like, well, can you like, can I get some credit? <laughs> because you know, I was thinking about trading my car and whatever. They went out there yeah. and looked at it. They're like, yeah, no, we don't want <laughs> They just like straight up did not want the Sable, period. <laughs> and then the guy who's selling me the car, bless his heart, his name was Alwyn. Uh, he he was super sweet. He gave me fifty bucks for it because he wanted it for his daughter, and I gave oh, it to man. him. And since it was just me at the dealership, I like gave it to him so that I could get the fuck out of there. And I was like, okay, just like don't drive it until I've transferred the title because the insurance, you know, da da da, whatever. Goes and drives it, gets an offender bender, <laughs> someone. It's like, yeah, Philip, you got to come out here and show the insurance. I'm like, dude, I told you not to drive it. <laughs> and so we get out there, and of course, the person he hit is like someone who's talking about, oh, yo, the bumper's looking pushed in, and all you know, all this shit, like. He's like, I, I was going like five miles an hour. <laughs> I'm like, why weren't you looking at the road? Uh, Poor Alan. Alan's just trying to do right by his daughter. Yeah, and in New Jersey, you know, so it's just like there's so many people. There's so much <laughs> traffic. That was a mess. That was a mess. That is funny. <laughs> Brian, are you still on? <laughs> yes, sorry. So I didn't think muting my microphone would help any because my, the way my audio is set up, so I'm sorry. Uh Oh, no worries. Yeah, it helped great. a lot on my end. I no. didn't hear. Now it's I not think echoing it, at all. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's almost like it's did. almost like we have it happen every single podcast, and it is one hundred percent on Google Meet side, and oh, okay. it's not repeatable because it's an internet issue. But yeah, you can, I'm I may, not playing the blame game. Just, may I refer you all to... back to the last four podcast episodes? <laughs> so okay, so so Alwyn, Willem, still remembers Alwyn. the salesperson. Yeah, that's that that took the $50 sable off his hands. Um, <clears throat> I feel, I feel as though that car came with a lot of, I mean, that is, that is our ride or die, right? Like Willem and I both drove that car in college. Y'all had a special we name for had, the car too. Frank drove uh, yeah. it to and from Tulsa in from Stillwater every single day for an entire summer and didn't get a single oil change the whole time. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, but it's sad that that is actually what happened. Listen, you, I barely had money for gas at that point. I was like, whatever happens here happens. Um, yeah, I, and I, I drove to, that motherfucker up to Brooklyn from. Yeah, from I had to time. Tulsa. I literally with that car had to time my gas purchases with when gas stations would hit your bank account and when I would get paid so that I wouldn't overdraw my bank account. Yeah, that's fair. that's that's how that should work. So yeah, no, there was no money for an oil change. I just was like, I really hope this thing can do it. It's synthetic. Um, <laughs> so in any case, yeah, I think that the craziest story is the trip that we took uh, up to Minnesota when it was blizzard. I mean, blizzard conditions, and our front 
and rear window defrosts did not work. <laughs> I still have a video of that. Yeah, that was did wild. You ever, did you ever see the video, Brian? Oh my god! No, I never. I never saw it. It looks I... like ice road truckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should. You should send. Find that video and send it to Brian real quick. That's terrifying. Um, this shit. So we we uh, you know we were supposed to go home for the holidays, and I told Willem there's a storm coming. We should leave. As soon as school gets out on the Friday, I actually said there's a storm a brewing. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds. So accurate. I was like, we should we should leave so we can get as close to Minnesota. And if we need to stay in a hotel, I'll I'll cover the hotel. So we get to just north of Des Moines, Iowa, and that's about six of the ten hours that it takes to get to Minneapolis from Stillwater, and <clears throat> we're I mean exhausted i was like can you drive them goes no and i go okay well if we stay here it's definitely gonna snow but you know we might get lucky and you know it doesn't snow and we can drive tomorrow if not, no it's not i drove it's just that it got to a point where like the roads it was pitch black out the roads were super icy but we also got tired we were like ready and i was getting tired and i was like worried that i might slide out and stuff so we were like all right let's let's spend the night here Let's spend the night here and then see what tomorrow brings. And tomorrow, the next day, there was definitely snow on the road, but it wasn't that bad. So we were like, okay, let's get the snow covered, like cleared off. And no, well, hold on. The way I remember it, we woke up and the parking lot was just like freaking buried in snow. <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of snow, but it wasn't it was like four inches. Yeah. And for most people, that's a lot of I was gonna say that's a lot, but we were like, oh, we could we can make it. Like let's just like the highways are probably like two to three inches, we'll be all right. Right. Um, because they also plow up there, right? Like, and it's you're also like, kind of like, what what choice do I have? I mean, well, I'm not staying in fucking Iowa for my winter break. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So we're in West Des Moines, Iowa, right? And we're like getting ready to go. And um, the battery on the car wasn't working. So we had to stop to get a new battery. So we're waiting for a battery. We replaced the battery. Um, but still the, the heating. So it wasn't the heater that wasn't working. It was the fan that circulated the air that was just totally fucked. Okay. But at this point, we're like, you know, it is what it is. So we, it's like 32 degrees outside, maybe 28, whatever. We have zero heat in the car. What we have is this gasless or this, well, not odorless. It's a uh, whatever, non-toxic emitting propane heater <sighs> and a fan that is literally, I'm not kidding you. It's one of those tr- plastic trucker fans that yeah, it was Coleman, Coleman, uh, a yeah. Coleman, yeah, it's a tent, a tent heater with with Christina's dog in the background. <clears throat> with Christina's the dog seat. in the back, so we have this pointed at a very specific part <laughs> of the windshield where I could drive. And I'm kidding, I'm not kidding you. It might be the size of like it's not the size of an iPad. It might be the size of like a fire, like an Amazon Fire Pad. Okay, which is all we can see out of the car, the whole car. That's that's our port. Okay. Willem and I, if we needed to change lanes, had to roll down the windows on either Shut side. Fuck up. And one of us had to stick our heads out to see <laughs> if anybody was coming. It's pretty bad on either side. Trying to find so, that was that was our that was the worst trip I ever took in that car by far. Um, we Willem will send the video. We should post the video on our socials. But 
um, there was literally a stretch of road in southern Minnesota where it was blizzard conditions, right? We're going about 30 miles an hour. This trip takes us, it should take four hours. It takes us eight. Um, Willem's got a video of semis spun out in the ditch. And here we are in the little slut, just 30 miles an hour at, all the way to Minneapolis. <laughs> the leather Ford Taurus continues on. That's oh, great. Mm-hmm. God, Dude, yeah. it was, it was, that trip was wild. We got to Minnesota. Willem and I had um, like finger heaters, right? In our uh, gloves, in our boots, we were almost damn near frozen, right? We get, we get to the apartment and my dad's like, uh, oh, can I help you unload? And we're like, fuck that. <laughs> that shit's staying in the car. We're like going to go warm up. Yeah. <laughs> we both jumped in like cold showers to try to warm up because we were so cold. We were, I mean, two more hours, we probably would have gone like frostbite. No, not for hypothermic, but I think we would have gotten frostbite in some of our, our um, extremities. It was so, so goddamn cold. I remember seeing the Minneapolis sign and being like, all right, 40 miles. We need to make it 40 miles. And Willem's like, man, my toes are really starting to hurt. And I was like, yeah, me too. Like, we're, we, we were in full snow gear too. Remember, Willem? Like, we were driving in snow yeah. boots. Yeah. Um, just that trying to keep warm. Insane, honestly. No. Um, wild road trip um and then yeah i took that that, after all of that that car did so many road trips to and from minnesota and then like i said with the um with the trip uh, francois summer over to stillwater or from stillwater to tulsa and back and then to top it all off i drove it up to the east coast and like through the appalachians and stuff and it's like barely, it's like sputtering as it's trying to make it up some of these steep ass hills. And did you tell? I it? drove through another blizzard. Actually, I think in Pennsylvania or what? What was it? Massachusetts with that one? Connecticut? Yeah. I don't know. That was it. Was almost spun out there. I guess you didn't tell Alwyn any of this information, huh? Survived a lot. Hell no. But he knew what he was getting. I mean, I was like, this thing is not long. I I told him right away, like, I need a new car because my car is not starting in the morning. So this, this car is not long for this world. Just but I know. think I think Alwyn was like, for fifty bucks, if there's a grand wrong with it, <laughs> yeah, for you fifty know, bucks. Thing, if I thing, can get the into thing a that I will bender. say, you still see the two thousand one, two thousand two, four Taurus on the road. Like those yeah. things will run if you if you got lucky with the engine, they will run. Or if you took care. <laughs> or if you took care. But, Get lucky um, with an engine in it survives yeah. twelve thousand miles without an oil change. Yeah, I will see. I will see a sable of that era, and I'm like, how the hell is that thing still running? I I can God honest truth, that thing was an absolute lifesaver to us because if I couldn't commute to Tulsa, I wouldn't have been able to afford rent. Like. All of that stuff that car yeah. did. So I'm not. I'm not ever going to knock it. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we somehow made it to a lot of places. I bet nobody would have attempted to take it. <laughs> yeah, no. No person in their right mind would have attempted to take it. Yeah, yeah. it's a four cylinder. I think that thing had 120 horsepower. I don't know. It was a V6. It was a V6. No, it was a, yeah. Was it, it was a V6? V6? Oh no. Yeah, it had. Uh, we did have the V6 version. You are yeah. correct. Ford was really intense about their V6. No, it was it was front wheel drive and uh, made and the transmission V6. was made of glass. But <laughs> I don't 
I never understood yeah. why, like, I don't, I don't know. At that time, they thought everybody wanted a fucking, like, V6, V8. Hell yeah. Like, Hell know, yeah, brother. My, the dumbest cars. I'm, I mean, my Pontiac was a big-ass V6, uh, front-wheel drive, four giant doors. It was all that car. That car saved more teenagers' lives in in Stillwater than, like, I'm going to say Uvalde police officers. Anyway. <laughs> My word. Oh. So that specific model currently, I, I'd, I'd say we probably had a pristine version. I'd, okay. Um, you didn't change about the... 2500 mo- <laughs> 2500 bucks. You didn't change the oil in it. <laughs> hey, it nobody knows pristine. that. You don't have to advertise that so loudly. Um, the GS version... Don't. <laughs> the GS version, which looks completely beat to shit, okay, is currently for sale for $1,695. So we really should have just kept it. Yeah, and, that's, that's you know, right. Fifty dollars. Look at this: one hundred ninety-four thousand miles on this three-liter six-cylinder. It did get good gas mileage. One six nine five. Okay, I mean the the used car market is also out fucking <laughs> off the chain right now. Um, hey, I don't think a used car a market for a two thousand one is going to be that far off at the moment. We, we definitely had a, had a specimen. Yeah, <laughs> there were things growing in it. <laughs> Do you remember how long we drove that car without the front grill? Yeah. That's because <laughs> that happens. I've seen so many of that model just without a grill because that it just fucking falls off. They put these shitty clips on them. Yeah. yeah. They put these shitty clips on them. <clears throat> yeah. So much. You can't even make it up. That, that, that car was, it was so poorly made. So poorly. It started rusting like year four. The, the fender wells just had rust all over. I mean, just the shittiest vehicle. Okay, my question is, where the hell do you find an old ass video upload on Facebook? That I don't oh. know. Oof. I will find this video. I've seen it uh, recently. Y'all, I'm about to blow your minds. Okay. God damn it. Um, we're gonna say good. I'm. I'm using the old Kelly blue book, uh, to find the price of 1999 Pontiac Grand Prix GT four door with 195,000 miles on it. Oh, dang. Y'all want to take a guess? (laughs) I'm going to say nine grand. Okay. Nine grand Villem for a Pontiac. What? 1999 Pontiac Grand Prix GT. A, it's a, it's a car make that is no longer made. The Grand Prix is like a super popular model. Yeah. I'm gonna go nine. Okay, Pontiac Grand Prix. Now, so I, they're pro- are they pricing it in line with like a classic Grand Prix? No, God no. Okay, okay. Now I want to I want to point out to Frank's answer of nine thousand dollars. In two thousand three, when I bought the car, it was seven thousand dollars. <laughs> it's gone up. Philip <laughs> sold his car for fifty bucks. It's worth thirty five hundred now. Oh <laughs> It's a horrible comparison. Fair value. Okay. So in in twenty thirteen, no, twenty twelve when I sold the car. It was twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen when I sold the car. Or I got the car bought back from a fucking like wrecked title place. Okay. Uh that guy shortchanged me for two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Well, you went to go save the car. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, so if I were to trade it in today, <laughs> yeah. trade in value of a 190,000 mile Pontiac Grand Prix GT, $259. <laughs> oh, well, I'd buy that all day long. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, especially if you had one that had a hole in the catalytic converter. Several holes and no platinum left in that thing because I, no. I ratcheted I mean, it all I mean, out. He was rolling cold before it was cool. I was... <laughs> I I was a problem solver, Frank. Uh, my problem was my car wouldn't run because the catalytic converter was clogged. My solve was get a giant drill bit holes and drill it. holes in it. Take hey, a fucking let me screwdriver. Tell you, that some bitch. If you sat in it and you had hearing left at the end of that ride, <laughs> well, you were succeeding. That was before the catalytic converter issue. That's when the exhaust was cut. Like I had knocked the exhaust off before the catalytic converter, so it was just oh running straight out so of the loud. engine. It was so loud. I would set car alarms off. It was sick. Yeah, it's just, I remember that time I was getting gas in Stillwater, and my wife was in the passenger seat with me, <laughs> and I fucking fired fired her up, and I uh, start driving out of the gas station. This dude ran in front of the car and goes, "My God." What did you do? What? How did you modify your car to make it sound that good? And I go, "What's that?" He goes, "How did you? It sounds so good. It's so loud." What'd I'm you sorry, do? you're gonna have to be a little louder here, sir. My wife is dying in the passenger seat. She's like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" And I was like, "You hear that? He likes it. it says it sounds good." I was like, "Well, my good sir, sit down. I want to. I want to send you to Brian's school of car modification. Uh, you just take it into the Stillwater streets, and uh, the streets will take back the the fucking exhaust." I mean, that's really good. That is really good. Yeah, we. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. That car. The 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 next time I heard something that loud in a car was when someone fired up a car here in Austin after their catalytic converter got stolen. <laughs> Similar like, sounds. Ah, yeah, uh, that's that's Brian's uh, con- Pontiac Grand Prix that I remember. Yep. It's loud as hell. It also Wait, if you what if you loaded what? it down. Holy shit. If you loaded it down, you also developed an exhaust leak, and we are joined by the, the one, one and only. The only Parker. What's up, Parker? <laughs> He's contractually obligated to play this song. This is whenever open he... intro music. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, we have intro music for you, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. I just. You know, I needed my own outro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I literally <laughs> have something that's labeled Parker intro. That was when you got a vas- that, That's when you had a vasectomy, so it was topical. Breaking balls. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was good. Well, this time around I had a adictomy. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! Collect <laughs> Jesus hey, Christ! Me in the looks department, though I'm still ugliest. And well, I mean, mm-hmm. that doesn't. You gotta go to a. You gotta go to Nick Cage's face-off doctor for that. Yeah, I was gonna say it's <laughs> a different doctor. Yeah, it's a freaking great movie. It is a great movie. They should make another <laughs> one, like. Like starring Nick Cage and somebody else, just just he gets face swapped with other. Or they switch faces back. (laughs) Ooh, it's just like regular. (laughs) What if if it's like face off combined with Terminator? No, 
I think I think it's what if it's face off, but it's actually Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, and they swap mm. faces, and then it's just Nicolas Cage experiencing the closeted uh, like life of John Travolta. <laughs> He's like, I like I like that. I like. There's that. a lot of dudes Nick, who are touching Nick Travolta and Jonathan Cage. Jonathan Cage. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Parker, we were just uh uh waxing poetic about the little slut. Oh gosh. Buick? Is that a Buick? <laughs> Mercury Sable. Is that your grandpa? Oh Mercury, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong manufacturer. Uh, Mercury, yeah, they went by the wayside, unfortunately, huh? They did. They did. Yeah. They didn't get God. that bailout. No, they did um, not. Mercury, the little slut. Man, you put some miles on that thing. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what what we, we, that's what we were yeah, talking about. What was about. the final mileage of her when you traded her into Alwyn? Oh, Had to be 170-something. <laughs> we keep bringing up Alwyn. It was a lot. 70-something? <laughs> no, that's probably being kind. I don't know. Oh, you Dude. think it was over 200? No, not over two. It was definitely okay. under two hundred. I was gonna but... say mine like the beautiful darkness was pushing I think it might have been over two whenever I pushed her onto the trailer for the final time. Damn. I mean, I got it when she had sixty thousand miles on her and I just ran that Jeez. motherfucker into the ground. What about you, Parker, do you have a old car that you just drove into the ground? Well, I still actually possess my truck that I got when I was no shit. And a half. Yeah, but yeah, that's a beautiful that truck. Ninety one <clears throat> it's well, uh, just put new rims on it, actually. Wow. Um, and that new interior well, carpet. Oh, dude. Alan's going to spray it again, put a new paint job on it. Wow. I mean, I, my dad's been driving it uh, for the last couple months since I passed away. Um, <laughs> this guy. Because, you can't uh, say that. You can't say that. I, I can say that because <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, so wait, yeah, hold on. He, is it okay? He was like thinking, like, well, this guy's not gonna make it. I'm gonna drive I, his cool ass truck. I need it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'll just drive his truck around to see if he. Does. Can I? Can we? Can I propose a new intro music for Parker? Can we make his the Undertaker theme song? Oh yeah, no, I like that. I like that. And okay, additionally, <laughs> this, this dude guy's not gonna make it. I'm gonna start driving his truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and take this off his hands. Won't be needing this. <laughs> Put that in his fucking tomb, like the Egyptians or something. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna get my use out of it first. <laughs> well, so yeah, no, it's still snazzy. I mean, I get compliments all the time, like getting asked. I'm like, like, and and now it's funny because it's thirty, yeah, it's thirty-one years old. So gonna get it reinsured uh, through jc taylor and the classic ins- classic car insurance because it's like 12 dollars a year and you know i can get it insured for like 20 grand or something because now my over the hump like you barely see single wide sh- uh, chevy silverados anymore uh, with the not the step side remember step sides yep yeah, those were the mad note. yeah they don't make those anymore either yeah, but uh yeah anyway so there for a while you know like somebody wouldn't have given me two grand for it. Now it's actually worth a pretty penny because they're, they're kind of getting to be pretty rare. And if you do see one, it's beat to all hell and driven by a dude that's definitely smoking crack. Um, but that's that even that would be cool to, to grab. But anyway, yeah, so I do have a truck that is 
super old and but it's still i mean very reliable so that's yeah cool. no that truck was great yeah yeah or is great since you still a lot of fun it. in that truck yeah it is great um it's nice to have a truck too you know mm-hmm. as you know uh i don't drive it as much as i should I, I like to at least get it out once or twice a month and if i'm hauling limbs up to the dumpster or, you know yard waste or whatever it's clutch for having that uh for having that so yeah. uh villain just fyi in case you ever need a truck you can totally come borrow it for the day or weekend or whatever oh shit don't uh don't play i might take you up on that uh yeah i'm moving on to a couple acres this uh year and are you uh, really yeah up in turley awesome Congrats. and uh i don't have a truck i was also gonna see what your recommendations are for like a a beater truck well um you looking to purchase one yeah eventually i don't know about when but once yeah. the uh, are good. used car mark settles oh, down Tacomas are great yeah, Tacoma's yeah, but they're so hard to come by, right? And then when you do, it's like uh, freaking ten grand for it. Well, I am yes, and and but there's something to be said for those that hold, you know, those vehicles that hold their resale value. They hold them well be, for a reason, you know what I mean? Like you get kind of what you yeah. pay for type of. So it's one of those catch twenty twos. Like yeah, you're gonna pay a little more up front, but you can run it till there's four hundred thousand miles on it. You know, like yeah, yeah. Same, same with. You know, um, with the Tundras, you know, they, those are awesome trucks too. The, anything Toyota is going to be pretty, pretty nice. Hell you know, yeah. My battery is about to go out. BRB. That's neat. Yeah. I, can, I might as well um, just set it, I guess. <laughs> Give should. me a second before my Where did uh, B Ryan go? B Ryan. He, he just also left for a second. One second. Okay. Frank's there. Franklin. Yeah. Right. What's going on? Sorry. Everybody's just leaving. Hey. I guess this makes for good podcast material. It does, yeah. No, so seven years, Parker. We're at the seven-year anniversary. You almost didn't I know. Make it to it. I know. It's <laughs> wild. So I was trying um, not to make it a guest. I was like, I don't want to be on that cast. <laughs> that was the main driver. I figured. I figured. Uh-huh. It was like, man, I really don't want to get to seven years. That's kind of embarrassing. Uh-huh. Uh, so um and that is a long time. Gosh. It's a long time. We've been doing this like for a long time. So we've um, almost got a second grader. <laughs> we almost do. <laughs> so what's what's your we've just been you know reminiscent. What's your favorite memory so far that you remember? Obviously as a memory. What? Ever? How do you ask that question? <laughs> no, not ever. But um, my favorite memory in the last 36 years, well, really 35 since the record button is pressed. God damn it. No, right? What I, what I meant was, is your favorite memory um, oh, of the cast of the cast <laughs> uh, in the last seven years? Oh, uh, yeah, let's let's do that, man. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to really put a Okay, great. Well, this Here, is good content. One thing. No, no, no. Give me a second, all right? You caught me off guard. I'm eating animal crackers here. Okay. Uh, and I can't drink beer, so, you know. Well, that's fair. Your call ends in 10 minutes. Free group calls have a limit of one hour. What the fuck is that? I don't know. It's a new thing. Apparently. What? Extend the call. Hold on. What is this QAnon bullshit? I don't know. What the hell? What is premium? Oh, God damn it. Oh, like um, now it's behind a paywall. 
No, it's gonna keep be talking. 40. Keep talking. It's all right. It's all right. Anyway, I feel like I'm in fucking prison. My call's gonna end in ten minutes. It's uh, crazy. Um, all right. Well, I mean, some of the classics, of course, early on, just dumb, not knowing what we're doing. Not saying that we know what we're doing right now, but um, the sharing shirts, I mean, fun. Uh, the cast at Brian's house. Mm-hmm. After I like felt like crap and then ate like $20 worth of Taco Bueno. Uh, that was fun. Uh, I don't know. I mean, any get-together... Any golfing event over the years, our oh. trash bag and trash can photos have been a highlight of my life for the last seven years. This is true. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a good good running running event. That been There's been a lot of bits. <laughs> We're a all lot about of gears the bit. ground. The dude. bit, the bits, the best. Oh, dude, it's all yeah, for the bit. No, uh, there's a lot, lot, a lot of songs and uh, singing. Uh, mainly just you and I and them having to endure it. In the end, we're vindicated. Uh, yeah. Um, wait, got it. Fine. But Frank is cleaning up so well. So you know the other he day. He is seeing in him now. The other day, um, what's my <laughs> age again? Came on the radio. Uh, yes, and I still remember. <clears throat> in college, you had a you had a friend named Matt, and <laughs> yes. Parker changed the name or the words to Matt's my Asian friend. <laughs> no, at that part, it was who's my Asian friend. Who's my Asian friend? <laughs> or he's my Asian friend. I don't know. Where's my else. Asian friend? It was something like that. It's what's my Asian friend? Just... Where's yes. my Asian friend? Well, first <laughs> off, you should have told the, the listeners that Matt is Korean, so they should have known that part of the joke. Oh, correct. Yeah, no, funny. it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a <laughs> Oh, that's fucking uh, priceless. Yeah. The dude's name was Matt, so he's definitely Asian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It wasn't it wasn't a, uh uh uh, vehemently racist. It was just really funny because it just matched the words. Matt's so uh, dude. You know what's funny about you saying blank uh, is the other night I s- somehow, some way, um, was on Saturday Night Live. Like Saturday Night Live came on. It was a Saturday night, and I was watching public television. Really, so you weren't on Saturday Night Live. Oh, no, yeah, no. So and the, you know, every now and then they'll like. Just not have an episode and they'll play a replay from the past or whatnot, or uh, rerun rather. Well, this one was classic and it was 20, yeah, 20, uh, 25 year reunion or something. And you know, all the old people that you would you would recognize were there, but anyway, and it was like, and tonight's musical guest, Blink 182. You know, I was like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, they've been relevant for 25 years. It's like. This episode aired in like you know whatever February of 1998. Mm-hmm. I was like wow, that just makes me old. Yeah, I know. I guess is Tom back from chasing aliens or he is? I don't know. Yeah, no, they 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 reconnected. The album's supposed to be coming out, I believe, in April. The way Frank um, said I, that, it was like, no, he, they found him. They found all the aliens, and he's back. <laughs> and he's back now. <laughs> no, they, they, somehow, they, some, <laughs> they did somehow convince him to tone it down 
I'm not sure what, but yeah, it it's wasn't just to come the out. alien stuff though. He was like a fucking asshole, like a he prima was a conspiracy donna. theory, like piece of shit. So April fourteenth, twenty twenty three, um, is the new Blink album, and it's everybody that has heard it has said it is classic. It's quite good. Um, but you know, let's let's not like leave it to us for their age, though, because I might struggle with that. No, I, I think they're going to be much more along the lines of um, what was the colorful album that they did? Uh, Blink One Eighty Two albums. Give me uh, just a second. Feel it. I don't forget what it's called. But take off your pants and jacket. Cat, cat. It was the one where they were like, of the state. Yeah, I'm thinking about the one where they did Blink One no, it's the Angels. Yeah, it's Airways. just called Blink One Eighty Two. That's the one. Self-titled, baby. Yeah, the two thousand three one that was like, you know, kind of a little bit more formal and yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so cool. we'll see. You yeah. You're forty three. Yep. <laughs> Where are you? I can't get up out of the floor because my knees. <laughs> Feeling so tired. Hey, that's a great yeah. song. Like, if we can get that shit and back, I'm good. Tonight. I'm good. It's called Spotify. Blink 182 is uh, they're kicking it back off. I'm skateboarding I'm so again. I started oh, skateboarding shit. recently. Yeah, I saw that. Did you? Are you not afraid of falling? Because I was afraid of oh, you yeah. falling. I was Dude, afraid definitely for you. Definitely afraid of falling. You started skateboarding thirty. Two, yeah. 33 it's years like old. somebody who's like, yeah, I'm doing crack again. I'm just no, do heroin. <laughs> First of all, it's nothing like that. Uh, For not, you. I didn't start, I didn't start new, okay. uh, Parker. I had skateboarded in a past life, and I okay. re-engaged with the sport. Nice. Yeah, I, all I got to say Listen. is your bones are less dense now. It's all I'm going to warn dude, you about. I felt it when I – I've already slammed a couple times. Uh, and uh, Did it? come right back to you just like riding a skateboard <laughs> the riding part sure does yeah but there's some other things that uh that you forget about cracks his head on a park bench and then it all goes away <laughs> he's like wow i fucking fucking forgot how to ride a skateboard now this I is fell weird on, i fell on my front hip one time and it just had like the darkest fucking bruise i've ever seen in my entire, like, that's, entire that's life a bone bruise. Yeah, it is totally still there yeah it's it looks like way dropping better, into though. stuff are you yeah. Oh, yeah, I dropped in for the first time. Shut up. <laughs> I did that one and only time in my life, and I ate well, shit. Oh, are you talking about yeah, the time it's... that you dropped in on that skate park behind Willem's house on our way to the Microtel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I dropped into that thing, too, yeah. <laughs> he dropped in on his feet and rolled his ankle in front of the cops. <laughs> <laughs> that was <God>. not good. <laughs> nah, dropping in is all about committing, honestly. Like, oh, dude. Because if you I don't, you'll props. eat shit. I had, well, but anyway, I so I restarted that i'm taking it a lot slower and i'm wearing pads i will be i haven't yet but i'm gonna get some wrist guards because i don't want to break these motherfuckers the money makers it's really yeah. good cardio exercise though come to find out mm. you don't really realize that when you're a, a fucking little kid skateboarding but when you get older okay. it's like good physical exercise while he's gone i can't wait for frank to get back into basketball like he was in college you know, when he would just carry a basketball around with him everywhere and he would just pull up on people and shoot threes for no fucking reason. I, yeah. I really want him no, to get but, back into it. But he was akin to Philip Seymour Hoffman in Along Came Polly. Rainmaker! <laughs> Raindrops. He fucking miss everyone. <laughs> fucking terrible. Uh, I can't Rain wait. man! <laughs> He's going to get back into that, that, that era in his life. And it's going to be beautiful. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Okay, uh, so a little bit of beer talk. 
right? Okay. Uh, did you see Fat Tire is changing their recipe? Yeah, they've already changed it. It's uh, yeah, a new, have changed. Yeah, it's a new lighter, uh, more sessionable ale. So yeah, what? And have you tried Why? it? I have not. Uh, so good question, Parker. Um, people are not drinking Fat Tire because wow. it is uh, more malty. Uh, it is. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's like a deeper beer to me. Yeah, and yeah, a lot of people are. I mean, yeah, it's the same recipe they Ever. they launched with in the early '90s, but uh, they're wanting to mix it up, so they changed the recipe on Fat Tire, which is odd. Uh, a lot of places when they decide to, you know, steer away from the flagship, which, to their credit, uh, New Belgium has has basically their their flagship beer has not been Fat Tire in going on a decade now, uh, about seven years. Um, yeah. That hasn't been their like big push beer. Um, Actually, Parker, they're, Parker they're, would be happy to hear this. It's the Ranger, the Voodoo series. That um, makes a lot of money yeah. for them, right? A ton yeah. of money. And the different fruited or the uh, hazy variants of it are still yep. doing well. Yeah. So, yeah, the new fat tire should be lighter, more sessionable, more approachable to the average beer drinker. And uh, kind of the beer for the new, the new, uh, the new generation. It's Good. weird that they didn't just kill it all together. Um, that's kind of a commitment to the their branding in general that they wanted mm-hmm. to reformulate it instead of just kill the brand and make another like bicycle beer because they have a ton of ton of beers that they could have pulled out of their portfolio that would have been fine. Um, but you know, uh, more power to them. A, a lot of people are butthurt. What are y'all's opinions on it? I'm okay with it. I mean, there's there's a lot of multi, you know, ambers that you can go get. I just don't. Like it's not. It was probably unique when it first came out because it was very fresh and it was like crafty and wasn't a lot of that going on in the U.S. But I mean, at the moment, like okay, so for instance, I went to Meanwhile Brewing the other day. Uh, could not speak higher of how good their beer is, how great the setup is out there. Um, a little bit further out, <clears throat> same. It's on two ninety. It's just you know, one exit further, it's on Montopolis, um, past Pint House Brewery. And honestly, like they've got this entire play area for the kids. They've got a big band stage setup going on there and huge bar, lots of bartenders and phenomenal beer. Um, they make a Pilsner that is like true to form. It's very, very fresh. They've got, um, a, a Czech dark lager, right. And, it's like that's the stuff that you need to be doing as breweries nowadays. If if you're just sticking to multi ambers, uh, like Shiner is as well, um, you know, it's like if you really want to be serious about being a craft brewery, you've got to switch. You've got to you've got to start making some interesting stuff. And I know like one of our mutual favorites here in town that is no longer Skull Mechanics. They were probably way ahead of the curve, making the Japanese rice lagers and you know all of that interesting stuff, but. It was, it was, you know, kind of the Batman's signal was in the sky about two years ago that you need to start doing that. And if you're not currently doing it, you're actually kind of behind the curve. There's no reason for people to just go to your brewery for hazy IPAs and ambers anymore. Like there's, there's so many more interesting styles around town and, you know, everybody's got a nice setup. So that's not really the the qualifier. At some point it becomes the beer. And if you have good food, um, that helps as well. Can, Can I raise a counter argument to that? In that it has been around so long and it is kind of a staple and people have grown to love and and know and and what to expect 
they get fat tire. So mm-hmm. it's almost now in the small brewery, if you want to say microbrewery. I know, you know, uh, New Belgium puts out quantities over such that they're not in that classification any longer. But say microbrewery, um, it's almost become like a Coors Light or a Bud Light to that arena. Does that make sense? Like, that's a go-to. It does. And they're like, oh, man, I'm just – no, I'm going to go with what I know. I'm going to get me a, you know – but I think I, I think I think the only thing that would lead to this decision, right? And I think Brian kind of mentioned it earlier, is it's not moving, and yeah. they're probably getting a lot of expired product back, and they're thinking, yeah, I get it. You know, they, see, they know uh, the numbers. We don't. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking that would be the only reason, right? Because if you look at you know, I mean. Pine House Pizza here in town, they're not as big as Fat Tire and nor have they been a lot around as long. But, um, you know, Electric Jellyfish is their stable, like staple beer. And it's been around now for as long as I've been here. So almost a decade. <clears throat> yeah, granted, it's not 30 years old, but I would imagine if at some point, you know, it was no longer selling and the shelf stability of it was in question and they got a bunch of product back you've got to pivot around that um, couldn't you uh, just like retire yeah. the beer then in that yeah, case of, like a, a lot of people are like this is going to be like new coke recipe level so that's is, yeah that's, yeah when people are up in arms yeah. when dr pepper comes out with a new recipe but that's what makes the decision so interesting right it's like why did they change the recipe why didn't they retire it i i don't know i guess i need to taste the new recipe mm-hmm. but um if I were fat tire, the fact that Voodoo Ranger is selling would tell me, you know, come up with a new beer. Don't necessarily like try to keep fat tire around um, or maybe change your brewery, your brewery name to, to, to like fat tire brewery or something, you know, um, right. get don't, rid of don't New Belgium. Forget, Brian will get onto you, New Belgium. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> for me, it's like, it's, it's odd that your decision would be, you know, change the recipe on that beer. I agree. But if the beer isn't selling, you either have two choices, retire the beer or change the recipe. I don't know. Amber's well, Amber's have, Amber's have just never done it for me. Like they're, really? they're fine. Yeah. Cause it's like Ziegenbach is an Amber, you know, like it's like, yeah, whatever. They're fine. So like, I like Amber. Not my favorite. I, like, I mean, and, and red ales. Um, I, but surely they didn't throw the whole recipe out the window and start from new. And now we're talking fat tire is now a brown ale or some shit. You know it's what a, I mean? Like it's like a session pale ale. It's very, very wild. Wow, like that is okay, fucking so wild. More drinkable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crushable, I mean, that's, as you would say. Okay. Completely. So it's different like style. founders all day IPA or, uh, yeah. Or, or even their ice chest. Yeah. The lawnmower session lawn. They yeah, also, they also did a really cool rebranding with it. I was going to say, it makes sense. Adapter get left behind, and now they're able to rebrand and put out new marketing and commercials and posters at the liquor store. Makes, I mean, yeah. Brian, yeah, we, we, so, so I think it's only going to matter for people our age who remember original founders. Fat tire. I think this is going to hit, or sorry, original fat tire. This is going to hit the new age folks as like, oh, there's a new beer out there. Yeah. Don't buy founders. Don't buy founders. Don't we they, had a, they had a whites only printer. That's yeah. all you need yeah. to know. Yeah. Never, Is this true? A, it's yeah. embarrassing. Asian if you buy founders, you screen. should be embarrassed. 
Yes. Yep. That was man. That's been a long time ago. Now I haven't, that's been, I haven't even thought about founders. <laughs> Six years. I still yeah. I still flip off KBS anytime I see it in a liquor store. Mm-hmm. At a principle, as it, um, as it should principle. be. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it, yeah. they know. They know something we don't. Obviously, who, who uh, knows? I mean, it's just so they're owned by like the largest liquor maker in Japan, and like one of the large like they own or they have one of the largest beer portfolios in the craft uh, craft world in the United States now, because New Belgium is owned by, I think, Kieran, uh, the mm-hmm. same people who own fucking uh, Anchor Brewing. Oh, my God, I just Anchor steamed him. Uh, yeah, Anchor Brewing in San Francisco and Bell's in Michigan. Same company. Nice. So they, right. they, they, they kind of know what the fuck's going on. So I, I trust yeah. that the, what, the, what the decisions they're making are going to make them money in the end. Did you say yeah, you've no, had it already? I have Brian? not. No. Okay. I think I think what what we were saying, Brian, when you were off, is it, it, clearly something in the numbers is telling them that there's two choices here: either retire the brand yep. or change the brand. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you know, my option would have probably been to make the session pale ale a new brand, um, but. They still think Fat Tire as a you know a sub product makes sense for them. Let's see how it goes. I think Fat Tire is a great name, right? It's not something that like in the the little bike on it, like everything works for mm-hmm. for for a good beer brand. So why reinvent that? I think it's really going to depend on how many folks remember, you know, what Fat Tire Amber was, and now are insulted. But they weren't buying enough weren't beer buying anyways. It. Exactly. So, I was so, going to say, that's, you know, the, beer the risk is kind of, it's really small and the reward could be a new line of fat tire that works. So yep. it, it makes it's sense from a branding perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Beer Twitter blew up uh, and it's a bunch of people who just wanted to be pissed off that um, a legacy brand was changing and that's what it boiled down to. So, but yeah, to your point, they weren't buying enough anyway. So fuck them. They didn't. They but dude, that okay. All of the above, I agree with. But they've got to, in some way, shape, or form, pay homage to the the bicycle on the artwork or something. You know what well, I mean? Well, I mean, like, it's on their, be... that's, that's in their logo. That's in New Belgium's logo is still the bicycle. Well, even more so like on the fat tire versus like the anal Ranger. Oh, yeah. not have any Yeah, it's, <laughs> I was going to say, I think the fat tire new branding The is... what? Luda <laughs> Ranger. Um, the new fat tire branding is just a fucking bicycle in the middle of, uh, okay. Uh, there you go. Pull it up now. Bill, um, uh, um, suggestions for an old beater truck, an old Ford anal ranger. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. uh, so here's the, you, know, you see, they make new ones of that now. Yeah. They're pretty sweet. They look cool. They look like a fucking Jurassic park truck or something. <laughs> so here's the new branding on fat tire. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I think it looks it looks and they I are don't know. uh I think, good, I think yeah. they're trying to also they brewed a carbon neutral version of um fat tire a couple of years ago and I think they're trying to also make a more sustainable beer. That may also be okay. a reason they switched up. They said it's Forever. still carbon oh. neutral, which makes me believe that the old version was also I'm sorry. Neutral. I thought uh, it I thought took years for some for reason I thought non carbonated. And I was like, Man, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I did not put the two together. I'm Jesus sorry. Yeah, I get it now. Okay. Boomer Frank over here. Bubbles in the beer. Yeah. Boomer <laughs> yeah, Frank. Idiot. 
Um, <laughs> for every case bought, you get a square inch of acreage in Alaska or whatever. Like, hey, yeah. you, can buy, <laughs> you can buy Lafroig and own a square foot of land in Scotland if you'd like. Oh, yes. And you can be a, a whatever. A lord. Lord and lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and on their freaking commercials is like change your you can change your name or you know like i'm like what an ass hat actually change your name to lord brian like, i'm not calling you lord uh, well i got i got some news for you your boy is a landowner in scotland and therefore shut the front door i'm not calling you lord you fucking you bow down kiss the ring bitch that's okay. I've wow. been a I've been a landowner in Scotland for four years now. So. Hey, hey, hey! Are you hey. part of the HOA? Over there? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've attended the meetings every week. <laughs> hey, I don't Oi, need to hear about your HOA in... presidency that you run there in your fiefdom for an acre. Yes, yes. no square foot, um, please. Twenty eight dollars a year. With that square foot, <laughs> goes all the way to the moon, bitch. Okay, so yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah fair enough. Um, so uh, <clears throat> quickly, speaking of embezzling. Can we just give a, I don't know, a quick roundabout? Chelsea just spent five hundred oh. million pounds in a transfer window, Brian. Yeah, uh, uh, your thoughts? <laughs> well, uh, it's really pounds paying is off. A weight, not a currency. How do you spend pounds? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's pound gosh. sterling. How about that? Am I right, listener? Shut up. No one's <laughs> no one's agreeing with Willem right now. If you are, hit us up on our social pages. <laughs> uh, actually delete our social pages no don't fucking please. nerd get don't out of here we don't want him. you following you have us friends here. here no you have friends here uh yeah uh well uh, they spent more money than like two major european leagues combined uh mm-hmm. in, this in last, january in january which in this is last when you year. don't spend money no we did um the chelsea chelsea did and uh yeah, it's paid off really well, Frank. In the three games since the transfer window closed, we've uh, it's been draw, draw, loss. So it's been mm-hmm. great. Um, really proud of it. Um, well, one of those draws was zero zero. So love to see the output when you really go and spend two hundred million dollars on attacking players. Um, love to see zeros. Um, and then today we just got our asses handed to us by Borussia Dortmund, which was um, a bit embarrassing when we have. Um, so many good defenders uh, shouldn't have been caught with their pants around their ankles. Did, like you, they did were. you watch the game? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. So <clears throat> what what surprised me most about the spending for you guys, and I'll keep it short, um, you, you are lacking talent in midfield, and you went and bought a bunch of attackers. Enzo Fernandez and, is technically a midfielder, and he's mm, fucking amazing. He's playing out of position. Yeah, because um, he's running all over the field like an asshole right now. Well, because he's covering for so many folks. So it's it's to me it's just interesting that so even if you buy the most expensive attacker in the world, if your midfield can't get him the ball, it doesn't matter. <coughs> and Chelsea suffering from it, Man United suffering from it. They're currently doing a little bit better, but Liverpool suffering from it. Um, you know, they've got Darwin Nunez and Gepko and whatnot, and their midfield just folds. So um, this summer in England is going to be a mad dash for overpaying for midfield talent yep. um, all around the world. It's going to be very interesting because every club in Europe, or sorry, in England, that's a top-tier club, needs midfielders, and they don't develop them well. They all need to go to Spanish clubs to buy them. 
and currently there's not a lot for sale. So <laughs> we're going to see what goes on. It's not a I, lot for I, sale yet because here's the deal. When you start throwing around fucking seven, eight figure, like pay uh, buyouts, what is it? How many, how many is a hundred million dollars? That's seven. Nine no, that's, eight. that's nine figures. Sorry. Is it nine? Yeah, nine figure salary. No, six, and then ten is seven, and a hundred is eight. Nine is a billion. <laughs> no, 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 isn't it? No. It's three, three, three. My dude is a billion. I'm eight sorry, comic. I'm an uh, idiot. Yeah, eight. yeah, you're right. You're okay. right. Okay, so <laughs> do you work with numbers? <laughs> I do. <laughs> God damn it. I do. Uh, <laughs> it's more about understanding numbers than knowing the numbers. Like, <laughs> numbers, they like, exist. You're off by a decimal point again, and it costs money. It costs it God, money. Yeah, that's right. I'd be fired as the cashier at IBC Bank. Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, when you start when you start throwing out $100 million uh, fucking you know, buyouts, you can find some people for sale that weren't originally for sale. Yeah, and but I, I mean, you gotta pay it. I think that's what's about to happen. I'm about to see some crazy money spent. Well, if 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 you guys want to show up and throw a billion on Pedri and Gavi, you can have them. No, we don't need we don't need seventy five years worth of player. Um, we're good. We have Tiago <laughs> Silva. So I did a transfer or whatever equivalency. Oh, like how, how many plays does they get for that? Yeah, six hundred million three hundred thousand dollars. So how many players did they get for that? They got like seven. They got seven, seven of which two are starters. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say goodness. seven and oh oh one of the one of the one of the players is also on loan, so he goes back at the end of the season. Jao Felix. Yeah. You have an option to buy him for three hundred million though. Oh if thanks. You would like. Mighty for white how of long? you. What are the contracts like? The the the, the, tra- the uh, loan contract is only through the end of the season, so end of yeah. May. So from Shut January up. to May. And get but, this. No, but they didn't pay that much for him. They paid twenty million for that service. Okay. Yeah, but that's oh, not that much. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean Thank that's you, pretty Willem. cheap. A guy of his shit. talent. He's probably one of the top striker talents in Europe. And Atletico Madrid was not just gonna let him let head him on walk. over for yeah. no money. Well, what's what's bad is guys, uh they paid all that money for the loan, twenty million, so oh not that mm-hmm. bad. His first game out, he catches a red card and is suspended for three fucking games. So yep. uh, it was real great money. Good good money spent. But he has improved the attack. He has. He has uh, well he has to done be that. F- play devil's advocate here, I think I would have improved the attack if I went out but and hey, played for Chelsea right now. So so the other person they bought, Parker, was a guy named is it Durek? Durdick? Are you talking about Modric, Modric, Mikhailo, 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 Modric, a fantastic player. That guy's going to be at Chelsea for a long yeah, time. Well, he's yeah. actually very good. I hope so because okay, him so and what is his length of contract? Well, I think his is like six or seven years. It's, it's a little it's longer. Uh, so, so, well, I know so Enzo he, Fernandez is is eight years plus. Yeah, which is so. Here's hilarious. what they did, Parker. So, um, when you spend that kind of money in 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 soccer. There is something called financial fair play, which suggests that if you're spending much over what you're bringing in each year as a club, um, you're kind of extorting, you know, the league and players to come to your club. And you're also shortening um, the lifespan of your of your club because the it's not sustainable. Yeah. So um, what Chelsea did, which is now illegal, but what has just under what the belt. happened just to under make the belt, it baby yeah what 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 happened is they uh instead of amortizing these loans 
which a transfer fee is a loan that you take from another club and then you pay it back. Um, nobody pays, you know, that hundred million dollar fee that you pay for a player. It comes, it amortizes over the length of that player's contract. So what they did instead of the standard, which in La Liga, you can only do a five-year contract. That's the maximum contract any player can sign. Uh, Premier League didn't have that. So they signed eight-year contracts for these loans. Um, and as soon as Chelsea did it, when the transfer window closed, Premier League changed it to five years. Um, so it, 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 all of these Premier League clubs, Man City included, they're flying by the seat of their pants, doing things that will have long-term consequences financially. Then they point to Spain and Barcelona selling 5% of their name and image, uh, name, image, image and likeness, uh, whatever rights for 20 years uh, for an exorbitant amount of money. I mean, the, Barcelona got damn near a billion dollars for that, but it was 5%, right? These folks are taking out an incredible, <clears throat> incredible amount of money against the amount of revenue that they bring in because these are not the top revenue producing clubs in the world. Um, Chelsea in, in a given year might generate $500 million in revenue. It depends on whether um, I buy a Jersey that year or not. So they're not generating that crazy amount of revenue and they're spending way over it. Um, which is not sustainable to Brian's point, but it's also not fair towards their competitors because their competitors don't have, you know, the UAE or in Chelsea's case, whoever that dude is, he's the owner bringing in $5 a year and they're, but they're spending $7 a year. Yeah. But that $7 uh, yeah, a year, seven is, to 10. that's seven, $7 a year spread out over 10 years. So yeah, no, it's just, they're just so they pencil just whipping. They're pencil whipping. Yeah, the it's numbers. Not sustainable. So they're, Oh, so they're bankrolling it. Yeah. Yeah. They're just doing but then, it. But then the, the ownership group. So what also benefits them, which the most EPL fans won't admit to is, um, Chelsea just got sold forcefully. Yeah. And their previous owner had $1.3 billion worth of outstanding transfer well, fees that he paid out of his own pocket. Let's say who that owner was because he was a Russian uh, oligarch. <laughs> yeah. Roman Abramovich. And, and, uh, <clears throat> he, I mean, it seems like it was kind. It wasn't kind. Everybody was like, you're never going to get that money. Yeah. Um, he essentially agreed to sell the club. They let him keep his money. And in exchange, he had to forgive uh, the three hundred million dollar quote unquote this one point three billion dollar you know expense account that was out there for transfers. So Chelsea is built on free money. Hell yeah! Um, and they still can't win. Nope. So <laughs> it's really embarrassing, honestly. But you know, here we are. At least we're not owned by a fucking piece of shit, and he's just a. He's not a Russian billionaire. He's an American billionaire who owns the Los Angeles Dodgers. So yeah. nothing bad can happen to us now. Right, guys? Yeah. Right? So, the baseball team? Yeah. yeah the, the, the owner of the Dodgers, he's part owner of the Dodgers. He's the one who's the head of the, the fucking contingent. Team, yeah, who bought Chelsea last year. I thought the city of L.A. assumed ownership of the Dodgers. Just no. the stadium, I think. Just the stadium, and mm. you're thinking about when the Cubs went into administration, the city of Chicago took over for like well, three I thought it was kind of like Green Bay is kind of uh, owned no, by the no, town. No, no, no. no uh, for no. a while, Chelsea was owned by the government of England. 
Wait, yeah, they, were, they also <laughs> went into administration. Yeah, it was uh, it was a real it was a real touch and go. When, no, it's when actually it's Russia, common when Russia invaded the Ukraine. Yeah. That's it, that's a, that's an actually like if you own part of a club in most of these leagues, there is a uh, administration clause by which if your club goes bankrupt or um, participate in war crimes. Well, it's it essentially breaks like is committing felonies. Yeah, um, your ownership humanity. group can you know be completely wiped, and administration takes place, and then the club gets sold. The administration fees get paid to the government, and then whatever is left gets paid back to the former owners. It's it's a very agreed to process. That's what happened to Chelsea because Parker I Putin couldn't stay out of Ukraine. I will um, I'll, I'll find the documentary when it gets made and send it to you because the auction process for selling Chelsea was quite hilarious. I mean, they were like, like oil, oil sheiks were showing up and they're like fucking a hundred dollars. You guys take a hundred bucks for the team. It was, it was great. It really was. Wow. Well, so, I mean, it sounds like the ownership of all, all of these are keeping them afloat. And it's just a big dick measuring competition between billionaires. Yeah. yeah 100%. It, it, it is. And it's also the reason why clubs that are fan owned, like Barcelona, yeah. like Real Madrid, are, you know, it is the reason they're trying to form their own league because they want financial fair play to be much more fair and yeah. to be enforced and to be enforceable by <clears throat> an authority that, you know, has consequences. Let's get because old Bud Seelig over there. A governing body, right? There is, but there's multiple, and it's and then extremely the, corrupt. The, and they're very corrupt, and then there's also the co- the court of arbitration for sports in Europe, which you can go to that has no involvement. It's a third party, and every single time that these big clubs, and they're all English clubs, um, have gone to these courts, I feel attacked. They right? it, it, whatever the penalty is just gets expunged. So, for instance, Man City should have been sitting out of Champions League for the past three years as their penalty for breaking these rules. And the court expunged that sentence and Man City just kept going. And now it came out that Premier League is going after Man City for the same things, but they actually can enforce it. And they don't have the ability to appeal um, you know, to the arbitration committee. And they're the worst penalty that can happen to Man City, which would not impact EPL at all, no. is to expel them from the league and never let them back. Um, and quite frankly, they should. That, that team be... has spent over one and a half billion dollars in the last five years to build a team. They've spent yeah, that's crazy just not. I mean, money Barcelona on... makes a billion dollars a year. Okay, that's what we what we what we produce. Real Madrid produces close to that much. Those are the two highest grossing teams in the world. We still cannot have a transfer budget of one and a half billion dollars over five years. It's impossible. I think it would be so, a lot like Ted Lasso. It, I mean, it's pretty similar. Yeah. I think, wow. I think it would be a better punishment if they like relegate them, like forcefully relegate man city for three years, just make them play in champion championship league. No, no, put is them in the fourth lower tier. league. Fourth tier. Yeah, there you go. Work your way up, bitch. Yeah. Like, is that like double A ball or something? Triple yeah. A? Yeah, except okay. except in uh, Premier in uh, English soccer, you can work your way up over the years. But but uh, the like the lower tiers have salary. 
but the lower tiers have salary caps. Yep. So Premier yeah. League has one too, but the lower yeah. tiers are forced across. It's like a blended average across all the teams. So Man City would have to go from a payroll of like 300 million pounds down to like 30 and compete with 30. And yeah, the beauty of that would be great. And and all the Man City fans are like, oh yeah, no, I guess relegate us. We'll just come back, whatever. I don't think they understand how difficult it was for them to get from third tier to Premier League. It took them damn near 20 years to do that. You're not competing on uh, money. You're competing on talent, ability to sign talent. They're going to have to let go of kids in their academy because they're not going to be able to sign them for the first team because it's going to count against salary and those kids are not going to want to make that amount of money. This could destroy that club, but their fans are, you know, they're all behind whatever law firm is representing them in this battle and good, whatever, go, go ahead, go enjoy that battle. I mean, uh, it's going to be very different than when UEFA came after them. This is like, this has actual consequences. UEFA's consequences are always pretend. Um, mm. This could really, really ruin them for a very long yeah, they time. They got to bounce. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I need to wrap as right. well. Um, yeah, okay. Any any quick closing thoughts, Willem? I'm having a Miller Light. Hell yeah, my dude. Nice. Hell nice. yeah. Anybody else switch beers? And you have a small human. Yeah, I was gonna say you're also. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm holding my dog. You're also breastfeeding. Yeah. yeah she, she had a. <laughs> I, I'm having a Miller Light. She had a breast milk light. I don't know. Yeah, milk <laughs> light? Would you water it down? There's a Ask. joke there. <laughs> There's a joke. Y'all uh, fill it in. Uh, I've got uh, water. Six point water. That's Ooh, gonna be right, right, right. Yeah, see. I'm also drinking what about you, Frank? water. Oh, you're on nice. water, Brian. Yeah, Frank, water. Uh, Pine House Magical Pills. Hell That's yeah. My okay, nice beer for the evening. I'm not drinking uh, completely uh, alone. Yeah, represent. Wonderful, wonderful my beer. Kidneys. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Parker Taking has. It easy. Parker has a pretty good reason. So we're gonna yeah. So is, is there like a, a number that they need to get to, or are you just off off the Juice, not um, the sauce. <laughs> the juice. He's cycling. Forever. He's cycling right now. I don't know. At least you know for the at least a few months here until yeah. I mean, yeah. until the nephrologist is like, "You're good. I'll go buy you a six pack at Quick Trip." You know, like then right. I'm not gonna <laughs> jeopardize or chance <laughs> yeah. sending them into a tailspin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you do your doctors know about the podcast though? I mean, that's we can't we move those numbers around a little bit. We got to get you. Yeah. And and you know damn well they're not gonna they're not gonna go to Quick Trip. They're gonna be like, I'm gonna go to Costco and get yeah. you your flat of F5. Flat your palate of F5. Do you want me to yeah. walk in like John Voight and fucking yeah. uh, the Friday night movie? Put the fucking... back up that blue Chevy. No, We're gonna no. put a pallet in the back. Yeah, I'll be John Voight from Varsity Blues. God damn it, you get in there. We need him drinking again. You shoot him up with whatever you need to. We need back in the game. Something like that. I'll do yes, it. Yes. Uh, I whenever that day comes, I'll let you be my John Voight. Okay, I'll be your but, I'll be your John Voight Parker. <laughs> yeah, we can't have I, you risking you know, it. I guess like I can have tequila, you know, like clear spirits, I guess. Uh, that the guy in Cath Lab when they were like removing my dialysis port was like, Your best friend is now tequila. And I'm like, Well, okay, I can do that. 
I guess because that's like primarily processed by the liver versus beer is kind of a split between liver and kidneys. Well, I mean, Ooh. I've been I've been best wow. friends with Frank for like 16 years, and that's been okay. I think tequila can't be any worse. Hey, hey, if right? you like tequila peladas. Nope, that's not the song. <laughs> Stop it. No. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> like tequila coladas. All right, everybody. Yeah, I mean, I try to combine them in the middle of the song. I didn't write the lyrics down. You know, it happened. Clearly. All right, ladies good. and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on uh, for five, seven years worth of podcast. Thank you so much. Um, for Brian here in North Texas, until the next time we talk, which I promise won't be in a month. It'll be sooner than four weeks. Uh, till the next time, I'm out. Ten listeners for every year. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. For <laughs> villain dick man. move. <laughs> <laughs> for villain in, you know, Tulsa. Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Um, well, it's good to be back. I'm happy to be alive. Can't wait for seven more years of bliss and uh, shooting the breeze with y'all. Uh, for Parker in far south Turley, Oklahoma. I'm out. <laughs> for Frank, I'm happy to announce we did a rebranding of the uh, hand jobs for the homeless. Um, <laughs> Finally. <we> turned- <laughs> Yeah, it was just, it was insulting at this point. Nobody like knows. Pat Tyree thinks it's now yeah. blowjobs for the homeless. <laughs> oh no, my God. No. <laughs> no. We're, old, we're old now. We turned it into an erectile dysfunctional group. Nice. Um, yes. yeah, first meeting, first meeting did not go well. Um, nobody showed up and every. <laughs> <laughs> I totally destroyed my own joke. You want to try it again? Hey, hey, I'll cut it out. I'll edit it out. Let's go again. Ready and go. Yeah. First meeting was a total flop. Nobody came. Wow. You (laughs) fucked that up? Oh, my God. I literally... (laughs) I got lost in the fact that Billum said... turned into blowjobs like which was a much better joke or foot jobs we were, that would have been great too we were already we were already committed to the bit uh, i'm not putting my mouth on that <laughs> oh my God. We, were, we were doing the lord's work there's no way it was going that hard hit us with a reggae yeah, horn it's, it's a real commitment are you kidding me mouth Oh, you're just going to stop talking? You're not going to fucking ring your horn? It's been seven years worth of this. Another my composure. Um, <laughs> any case, uh, yeah, thanks for listening for seven whole years, all 70 of you fucks. Um, we're out. Beer! <laughs> <laughs>